Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. What is the most defining moment in your life so far? There had to have been one point, a pivotal point, where you chose one of two directions and it changed your life forever. And it's weird to look back on those moments and think about what your life could have looked like if you would have gone the other direction. Isn't that crazy to think about? It is. Because when you, when, we, when people talk about fate and such, you just wonder, what if, right? What if I would have done this? What if I would have done that? And I think everyone can remember the first situation in their life where they were faced with a choice that was that big. But then you think beyond that first one and there's more and more and more. And you think of all these different ways your life could have or paths you could have taken. And sometimes as your life is unfolding, you mis- misinterpret <laughs> those moments. For example, right? it may, well, you, you may think, well, especially when you're younger, that at one point your life has changed forever and it's going to be a mess when in reality it's not because it's just one thing you're going through. But it's it seems like such a big moment when you're young. Totally. And right? then you get through it and you yeah. are on the other side and you look back and realize that you can do hard things. Right. I mean, it's just a matter of, I think, life experience, right? But then there are those moments, and I think it happens for a lot of people, I think in their late teens and early 20s, and then even through their 20s, when they're setting the stage for what the rest of their life is going to look like. Well, there's that first step of deciding what you're going to do with your life after high school that a lot of people... Most people don't figure it out now, and and I, I... I'm a firm believer that that doesn't even happen until they're probably, for a lot of young people anyways, until they're in their later 20s. I mean, by 18, there's, if you know what you're going to do at 18 and you have it figured out and you go to school and you do whatever you need to do and you have it all figured out at 18 and you look back at that and that's where you were, good for you because I was a train wreck at 18. And I, and I think that it's different for every person. Some people truly do know. Yeah, I agree. And they t- and they start on that path and they stay on it and they're happy and they have a great life. And some people do a lot of twists and turns where they make that original decision after high school of what do I want to do? And then they ch- make that choice and then a couple years later realize that was not the right choice. And I think as you get to know yourself better you make better choices and there's less of them. Right. Right. I I don't know. I I don't know. I just think that uh, it's easy to be hard on yourself looking back, but it does seem like the older you get, because I was never a big believer in that saying everything happens for a reason. But when you do get to a point in your life where it seems like all the pieces are falling into place, you, you believe a little bit more. I think as for me, as I got older, I began to see like a method to the madness. Yes. And you see 
why something happened the way it did or you that's wisdom, right? Or, Isn't that like the definition of wisdom? Like you right. can understand why things happened or at least appreciate them, even though they maybe weren't what you wanted. And it kind of makes you believe in like that divine intervention. Yes. Right. Can you think back in your life to what you would consider the most pivotal moments so far? Well, I can remember the first big decision that I had to make. And at the time, it felt like the biggest choice of my life. You know, 20 years later, it, I've made a lot of decisions, but I would say that first choice of what to do after high school. Where am I going to go to college? Am I going to stay in my hometown? And that was because I grew up in a small town. That was kind of the big choice, stay or go. I think a lot of people, a young people at that time in their lives face mm-hmm. a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. Right. And, you don't and, you don't know which I would I would tell them this. Even if you think you know what you're going to do and you get into college and you're 19, 20, 21 years old and you decide, no, maybe not. That's all right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's OK to grow and change no matter what stage you're at in your life. So but but do you remember one defining moment, a huge decision that you made that forever altered the course of your existence? Oh, my uh, it, yeah, it would probably be that first choice of what to do after high school. Where were you? I mean, was there a day? Was there a moment? Well, it was, I, I don't remember an actual day, but it was just deciding that I was going to leave my hometown and probably never go back. Right. Well, and, I, and making yeah. that choice that that there was a life for me outside of my hometown. And for a while, I was kind of sad because I always pictured myself being there. Right. Because that's all I knew. So then when I realized, like, I didn't have to be there, that feels huge. Sure. Yeah. And I did leave after graduation from high school, and I, I've i been back to visit, but I, I never went back to live there. It's a strange feeling of independence. It is. Isn't and, it? and I think that's what a lot of kids have to wrap their head around. And I had I have a lot of friends still that I went to high school with who, who are still in our hometown. Right. And they've made beautiful lives there. I just realized— that it that was not the the path for me, or at least I didn't believe it was. Right. And so far I'm pleased with how that's turning out. Yeah. I mean, I it's strange, you know, when you look back at those moments, because like I said, when I was younger, specifically in my teens, and you always think, My God, this is gonna alter the forever the course. And it's not. You have a lot of time you have a lot of time to figure things out. Well, there's just so- you have your whole life to figure it out, actually. And, and there's so many choices you get to make. After that first one right. that can lead you all over the place. What about yeah. you? Well, I, th- I think the, the moment for me, because I was confused like a lot of people. I'd graduated from high school. I went to college for a bit. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was really questioning things. And for me, it was when I joined the Marine Corps. Because like you, I grew up in a small, very tight-knit, rural like community, right? And uh, it was in northern Minnesota. I was born in Minneapolis, but I was raised in northern Minnesota. And I didn't know what the world had to offer. And I was, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have to admit I was intimidated by what was out there, mm-hmm. even though I wanted to be part of it. And, uh, you know, you you would see so much because, you know, back in the 80s, there was no internet. 
right? I that recall. Was, yeah, that was that was. I mean, so it was what you saw in the papers or magazines or on television, and even cable was in its infancy at that point. So when I made that decision, and it was just honestly, I, I reached a point of frustration, and uh, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I made what I thought was kind of an impromptu decision, but I just walked in. He didn't even have to recruit me. I remember walking in to the recruiter's office and saying, I want to enlist. And he about fell over. He was like, that was easy. <laughs> it doesn't always happen like no, that. No, it does not. So uh, I was, I mean, and less than a week later, I was in San Diego in boot camp. And that experience changed my life, not just by the discipline and everything that came with it, but by for the first time in my life being separated so far away from my family and there was no, well, I'll just get through this and go home. Uh It was going to be four years and I was going to be gone all the time. But, you know, I was, and I've talked about this in the past, but I was there with all these young men who were in the same position I was. And it just changed us. I would, I've used the, the term in the past. It cut the apron strings because Four years removed from that, when I returned home, I had no desire mm-hmm. to go live in that small town I grew up in or be around anything like that because I had been out and lived. Isn't that weird? And it was just weird. Well, I saw the world and I was like, you know what? I'm, I I just became an independent young man. Yeah, there's more moment. out there. Yeah. And even though it was, I'm sure, challenging and I'm sure you missed your family, it was like you said, you didn't have a choice, so no. you learned from it and did well. And I think to myself, what if I wouldn't have done that? What if I would have stayed in that small town I grew up in and I would have been just hanging out with the yeah. same people at the same town bar, you know, just going, to, I just, I don't know. Would have that been me or what have I found other things, you know, but I just look, I go back to the place I grew up now and I, it's not the same thing. And it's honestly, it's kind of sad when I look around because of what's happened. The, I mean, there was a there was a paper mill, Boise Cascade at the time, that was a huge employer up there. That has since been sold. And the jobs and just the situation and the lifestyle, to me, is not a place I would want to be. It's weird because of the internet and social media, you can still kind of observe these places that you used to be. Right. You never used to be. You know, to be able it used to, to be that. like you would you would leave and it would almost cease to exist in your life. But now because of the internet and social media, you can watch and and still keep in touch with people who are who are there and it, it is kind of surreal. It is. To think about like, well this could have been my life. A million other things could have been your life right. too, but that is one that had a real chance. I mean, well, yeah, when you look back, you know, it's been a little over 30 years now and you're like, where are we all? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, it's strange how, despite what you thought you knew then, how people would take very different paths. Yeah. It's just nuts. And I, I went to college after high school. I went to Winona State and that's pretty much what everyone was doing that I graduated with. Everyone was picking a college within a couple hours of our hometown and they were going to their, their four-year school, and that was kind of the path that was expected. 
Right. And I think I've talked about this on a, on a previous episode, but I really wanted to go far away. I wanted to. Go wanted, to I wanted to go to New York. NYU. I love. And New I York know too. that I'm like romanticizing what it would have really been like to live in New York, but that's fine. Um, and that's what I really wanted to do. And I think that there was a part of my parents that were scared. Yeah. Of that choice, and so they pretty much told me no, and I didn't. I didn't go. I went to Winona State and stayed right here in the Midwest. It's weird how just. 20 or 30 years ago, the world seems like so much bigger place, uh-huh. right? Now, again, due to social media and the internet, and I mean, I, I, for example, we can watch real time live unfold what is happening in Ukraine right now. So the world just seems like a much smaller place. It does. And I, I mean, I would miss the kids terribly and I will miss them, but I... I don't think that I will try to dissuade them from whatever that right. dream looks like, you know? I agree. Yeah. I mean, you have to get out. And man, am I glad I did. And then even since then, I would say that me joining the Marine Corps and just taking that walk out with my little duffel bag and climbing <laughs> in that vehicle and getting on that bus, you know, I remember that moment very clearly because I was scared. I didn't know what I was headed for. And it wasn't, you know, boot camp and infantry school and all that stuff was not exactly a pleasant experience, but I developed friendships and meaningful relationships that I would carry with me through the rest of my life. And then that fearlessness, that's what I think a lot of people need. It's just a fearless attitude. And what's the expression? You should do the thing that scares you or the... You know that you've heard it. I probably like have a few. You... If you're facing two choices, essentially what it means is that, that the, the the choice that scares you the most is right. the one you should try. Right. Because that is probably where you will grow the most. So looking back in, in 15 or 20 years, if we look back, I think the last couple of months could be a moment <laughs> for so. us, right? We, I mean, I've, I've, we've experienced some change. Yeah. I, I mean, I've bailed on a 30, almost 30 year career in radio. You took off after a couple of decades as well. So we're out. We abandoned what was a, a very successful morning show and we decided to take off on this venture. Right. And so that That's all happened in the last moment. three yeah. months. And I, I'm sure we will look back in 10 years and be like, remember when we took that leap of faith and left our jobs. Right. I mean, it's, it's, well, there was a lot of people though that's happened. I mean, if, if there was ever a catalyst to get that moving, it was the pandemic completely. Right. And people just, I mean, we've called it the great awakening, but it really is like people are waking up and realizing like, this is not it for me. There's, no. there's more to life than what I'm doing. We were talking about this this past weekend, just sitting on the couch on Saturday night. I was like, what if, what if the pandemic, you know, at at the time I was thinking, God, all of the discomfort and all of the craziness this is causing in our lives. And it's weird now, you know, over two years later, I look back and I'm like, well, what would have happened if, if there was no, if that wouldn't have come along, we wouldn't have been moved in the right direction. Now that sounds crazy, but I believe that that happened and I found, or maybe there's people 
but just find the positive in everything. Because without that forcing us to learn and to do what we did, uh-huh. we'd never be here. Isn't that, that's when it really starts to mess with your mind. Right. When you think of it like that, because I look back even to 2019 and I'm like, I don't hardly even recognize myself. No. I don't remember on the day that they came in, because it was March the 13th. It was a Friday the 13th. Yep. March of 2020. They came into our studio. We had just wrapped the St. Jude Radiothon, Radiothon fundraising for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And they were like, we're going home for a couple of weeks and with no plan other than we're going home and that's you hear that story over and over from so many people that it's like their life just stopped in its tracks but no warning and no plan i almost can't fathom what life was like prior to that moment i because i remember you know in december and january i was kind of god help me joking about it because i would always see you know we've been through the swine flu the bird flu the ebola virus i had when this thing popped up i started to sense that it was a little bit more serious but nobody and i mean nobody not even the top infectious disease experts had any idea what was about to unfold no so i can't remember really i have a hard time and i don't know if it's some kind of post-traumatic stress (laughs) thing or what but I honestly don't even remember what it was like to feel like that. It's I know. weird. It, it's very weird. It's al- it's almost a little unnerving. Like Because we were just going through the flow. Yeah, and, and we weren't really even talking about the future or, I mean, it was just like kind of living one day at a time and didn't have big goals or big dreams. It was like, this is fine. Everything's fine almost going through the motions and not like our life was bad by any stretch, but it just was very safe. I remember thinking, and I I said this to you often, I said, I'm going to do this until Clara graduates high school. And then, and by this, you meant the radio show. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to pursue my, some of my other stuff, you know, creative stuff and just get away from it then. And now here we are two years (laughs) later. Right. And she's, she hasn't even started school. She starts kindergarten this fall. And the venture that I had always planned for my semi-quasi-retirement is already underway. And it was, we had never even considered why not sooner when, before the pandemic. Right. It was always like a very far away goal, a very far away dream. We had never asked like, what if, what if we did it now? Almost like when your dad took the training wheels off your bicycle and gave yes. you that push. And it was scary, but then you figured it out. And then you realized, oh, my God, this is the way to go. Yes. It's faster. It's better. It's I'm independent. All of these, all of these things. Yes. That re- we weren't focusing on and we weren't thinking about, but the pandemic pushed us to this point. Right. Without a doubt. It's not even a question. It's strange, very strange to say this, but there is a, I'm already believing that I'm going to look back on these last two years and be like, thank God. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It is. It's just like it, I mean, as tough as it was, and I understand that there's a lot of people who 
who have suffered. I mean, we, oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of us did, but through that suffering, we discovered one way to make our lives a whole lot better. Right. And there's, there's no point to getting through the, the hard times if you don't learn from them and you aren't able to look back and, and find positives from them. Right. And that's exactly what we did. And, and I, and I don't know if this is a pandemic thing or if it's just like I'm getting older and I can see things more clearly because of it, life experience. But you can already recognize that that was one of those moments in our life that we'll look back in 10 years and it will be one of those moments. For me, it's uh, it, it ranks right up there with 9-11, mm-hmm. you know, and I remember that so clearly and how that forever changed our lives and there we were you know over 20 no not quite 20 years later actually it was 19 because it was 2020 versus 2001 so 19 years later we're going through it again so there's there's those big moments and and, life-changing and then there there's the big moments like the pandemic and 9-11 where collectively we all have an experience. Right. And then there's the smaller things that happen to individuals that are also those kind of moments and I on think a smaller scale. So it's it, there's just so many different things. A lot of that is all what has led to the great, and again, I don't like this term, but they're using the great resignation. And uh, I call it the great awakening because Americans are just like, I don't have to live like that anymore. Right. There's, I don't need to do that. I'm, you know, I'm better than that. Or we, we all slowed down and stopped and had time to take a deep breath. I like, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that when it happened. I didn't realize it. I didn't know how I was going to react to that first summer. And the first thing that came to my mind was like, oh, this is a summer. Like when I was a kid. Uh-huh. You know, it was just like running through the sprinklers. Everybody was at home. I was just thinking about that the other night. Saturday night, uh, we went out to the hot tub for the first time in quite a while. In a while. And we were sitting out there and it was a cool night and quiet. Full moon. Full moon. <laughs> you know, the animals were rolling in, rolling in, and I was thinking, my God, I, I think back to almost two years ago when we bought this, because we figured we were in for a long haul, and indeed we were. And how much different our mindset was then. Uh-huh. And now look at us. <laughs> it's, you it's, know? It's cool. Yeah, it is. It is. It's not a bad thing. But it's just like that's one of those moments throughout your life. And I think there's a handful of them that everybody has that just change everything. And it can be, uh, you know, taking a job or moving or deciding to have children or ending a relationship. I mean, there's just so many decisions that people make that have such a big impact. And then when you get to a certain age and you can kind of recognize when they're happening, it's a eerie feeling. Right. A little right, bit. Right. I, I mean, uh, not to reference, cause we did do country music for 11 years on the radio. Uh, but that, that Cody, is it, uh, it's not Cody James. It's, is it Cody Allen? No, it's Cody. Uh, Tell me the song and I might be able to help you. Until uh, you can't. He just Cody won- Johnson. Cody Johnson. No, Cody Allen. Cody Johnson. That song, Till You Can't, right? If there's a chance, take it. Yeah. Always take the chance because you'll never know. And, you know, you've heard me bring up that that saying, 
you don't you don't want to look back someday and say what if. And Man, I'm, there there is no greater regret than that. What if? And don't you think that people are getting more and more um, in a mindset where it's like, try it and find out. Yeah, I think like the, I don't want to. I don't want to stay on the safe path anymore. I, I think people are becoming less and less afraid. Yeah, like it's not the end of the world. It. It will work itself out, and if it doesn't, then you'll learn from it and grow from it and try something else. That's why I I don't have a problem with uh, the millennials or even Gen Z. There's these people that are, uh, it, it seems to be trendy for some people to take shots at these younger kids. You know what? Why? Because they're piling into a van and heading across the country and living in it for a couple of years or forever. How long? Who cares? If so they, what? If they're happy and that's what they want to do and they're taking care of themselves, more power to them. What a great story or adventure that they'll be able to share Yes, when they're older. There's an attitude, and this is a good attitude, I think, of people that are seeing someone else do something and saying, good for you. Cool. It's not for me, right. but good for you. Instead of like, I remember growing up and it was very much, there was a path that you were expected to take. And if people strayed from that path, other people were very, like, very confused. Right. Didn't get it. Didn't try to get it. Didn't. And, and I feel like that's changing. Yeah. Or it has for me anyway. No, I, Maybe no. not for everyone, but that feeling has changed for me where it's like, do, do what you want to well, do think- and good for you. Even if it's not the thing I would do. Who cares? It's not my life. I think it's a. It's just up. I think individual interpretation. Mm-hmm. You know, I just your your attitude changes as you get older and as you go through more life experience. That's what it comes down to. God, I remember just I, thinking back. If there's any words of encouragement I can offer to anybody in their teens and even twenties, right? Especially nowadays. If you feel like you're at a point, a, a point in your life, you don't know where you're going, or if it's, or if you're ever going to find direction, you will. You will, because you, you're not, you don't have to have it all figured out by the time you're in your twenties. No, you don't have, you don't to, have, have to have it figured, figured out. out in your thirties or forties. Your life can take a different direction anytime you want it to. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even justify what I was doing for a living until I hit my thirties, and not, you know, at, at, there's at points I look back and be like, God, I went through all of that. And I think, well, the the end justifies the means. Now you can look back and it feels like it all makes sense. Right. All from of, this vantage point. All of the things that happened brought me to this moment. We had a pivotal moment uh, many years ago where we were offered a job across the country and we didn't take it. That was a very pivotal moment. That was one of those moments. It's one of those yeah. moments. And... um. Now looking back, I feel like we weren't ready. We almost took that job. We did, and I and now I can I can see, and I was disappointed. So was I. Really, it was I a, was really disappointed. It was a large market. It was uh, a be- it was in a much warmer climate. It was a beautiful city. But it, now we, I can look. We back would have and, been the and, envy of a lot of people initially when we took it, but it wasn't. There was just something in our guts that said. This isn't it. This isn't the right thing to do right now. And we didn't take it, and I was sad. And now I can look back and recognize that we weren't ready, and it was the right path for us to stay where we were. 
Yeah, we were going through that at that time. We were going through some of those tough, t- I mean, as far as professionally, yeah. right? It was like, because I can tell you, you know, there, there's a saying that went around when I was going to broadcasting school, life is hard, radio is harder. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That is, and that was no joke. It was a mean and nasty business in the 90s and 2000s. And it, it's, it always has been, Yeah, right? Well, it's, it's the professional side the of The entertainment industry. In general, yeah. And we were looking at that opportunity as like an escape instead of just going through the tough stuff that right. we needed to go through. We thought, oh, if we just take this job, we can just start over. And that wasn't. You're never going to be there. That wasn't the right reason. And so we didn't. No. And I'm and in hindsight. Well, that's why they say hindsight is 2020. Right. I'm like a walking Pinterest page over here today. <laughs> with my motivational quotes. Well, it yeah, it. <laughs> You know, it's, uh, you, you look back and there's a lot of, well, what, what could have been. And I don't, I never want to say that. I think no. and I've, I've, I've talked about that through my life. That's why I've done a lot of the things that I would normally be afraid to do. And I think about people who are, cause I've, I've heard from so many people and talked to so many people that are kind of in one of those moments right now where they're faced with making a choice. We actually had somebody email us it was a, or message it was an us. Instagram message yeah. and she just quit her job <laughs> I'm like, and I'm so proud of her and she's going to do this new thing and she's experiencing one of those moments right now that's right. like she knows that she is too. I mean, she and I were messaging back and forth on Friday night and she was like, I'm like, I, I can see the work that I've done and the growth and that's what led me to take this chance and it's just so cool to hear from other people who are doing that and recognize that like they're making a choice and taking charge of their life. I, yes. Yeah. Yep. I I think that uh, this time that we're going through right now, I know, and please don't at me with the, the pandemic's not over. Listen, I understand. Nobody's going to ask. Well, yeah, I know, but there's always those individuals. We're not on the radio anymore. I know, (laughs) but here's the deal. Now that we're on the back end of it, and people, life in the United States is getting back to normal. This is the first time I've actually felt like it in a long time. I think a lot of people are going through an awakening. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's behind us. We can we can see what's in front of us, and it's time to make the best of it. I I used to see the expression or the the saying, um, "Life, don't let life happen to you," and I didn't understand it for a long time. And now right. when you when you understand it and you realize like you right. are the boss of your life, like, yes. you get to decide. You have free and, will. And you get to make choices and you get to go on the path that you want to. And it's a wild thing when you realize that and you just start doing stuff that seems crazy. So we would love for you to share. Was there one pivotal moment in your life or perhaps a handful that you had to make a decision and it forever altered the course of your life. We all have those moments. Mm-hmm. And maybe you're in one right now. Yeah. Can you look back and identify it? Or perhaps you're going through one right now. Remember, you can always find us and all our episodes are in cl- our uh, complete library on our website at georgeandjess.com. Uh, search George and Jess podcast on Facebook and Instagram and uh, 
on your favorite podcast app. Subscribe and you'll get a notification every morning, weekday mornings at six when our new episode is live. And uh, by the way, find us on TikTok because George has been very busy at the bird feeders. George underscore Jess one (laughs) on TikTok.